0: I got a 13. Hey, that's pretty good. With that, you can tell there's some fantasy situations going on. You hear some adult language, and with that, you can tell this podcast probably isn't for kids.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Will. I'm Brian. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons from entropic elementals to ephemeral edder caps. And today we're talking about Eladrin. Or Eladrin.
0: Prepare yourselves. Well which is
1: it, Will? I'm not sure, actually. I kind <laughs> I of bounce know. back and forth on the on the pronunciation. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't I mean I don't know. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I think I think it's a ladrin. I think Eladrin sounds better. I don't know. It sounds suspiciously like
0: Aladdin when you say that. It does. And it makes it, it sound kind they of... They have nothing to do with that. Okay, good. <laughs> what what do they have something to do with?
1: Okay, so the Eladrin were originally introduced in 2nd edition, I believe, in the Planescape setting as kind of like Celestial Elf type people. Planescape is separate from Forgotten Realms? Planescape's its own setting, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Um, and, and the Eladrin in that, I believe they were like Celestial Elves, uh, really strongly aligned with Chaotic Good. Um, nice okay they got a huge overhaul in fourth edition which carries to now which switched uh them from being celestial themed to being faith themed
0: cool okay so is chaotic good is that completely what are normal elves like are they
1: elves in general are chaotic good um The chaotic part is more about like freedom and independence elves live really free and independent lives even though like high elves will see like a lot of like tradition but it's not like law does that make sense like dwarves tend to be lawful good and they have like strict codes of ethics and it's all about honor and dignity and like tradition is like hardcore with them and, and rocks and while elves are more their tradition is freedom it's about freedom of choice and expression, about finding one individual self. They're very, uh, I mean, I guess they're kind of spiritual and, and so they're, like, they're air, like extra wise. They're and airbenders
0: and they're just really pretty. I guess so. Really uh, pretty airbenders. Sure,
1: sure. I don't know enough about Avatar to, to
0: They sound like, They or. sound exactly like airbenders.
1: Okay. And that makes sense because the air is usually an element uh, associated with chaos and freedom and whatnot. And so. before the Fire
0: yes. Nation attack, they had, they had all this like <laughs> heritage and tradition. They had like statues of like airbenders around and like, you know te- <laughs> okay, they, right, they build cool. like temples and they have like murals depicting their history and stuff yeah so i mean that's I traditional don't think... but they're all about freedom and right okay and so maybe maybe chaotic. it's very much like that yeah yeah
1: so and uh uh fails um Eladrin take the chaotic good bit to like an extra new level more chaos in indeed um in fifth edition, they went from being just faith themed elves to really leaning into the whole fey Nature bit. we'll we'll, we'll get into that.
0: The whimsical blue, orange morality bit. Yeah,
1: we, we yeah. We've really reached a point now where the Eladrin are almost not elf at all anymore. But <laughs> they're, they they're probably elven looking? Yes, we'll we'll get into how they look. They 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 still have the form of elves to a certain extent. It sounds like a Charles Darwin esque like where they separated
0: by a mountain range and now they're
1: like. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's actually pretty fitting here. (laughs) Okay, we'll we'll get into it. So the Eladrin are they're the oldest living of the elven races that are left, Um, and they are the closest to the original common ancestor of all elves, the primal elves. Oh shit! So they're like the OG. Kinda. They're they're not quite the OG. They're son of OG. Is, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. The son of OG, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> um, that basically, after the primal elves were expelled from Arvandor, um, a huge uh, subsection of them settled into the realm of Faerie, the Feywild, and okay. then they stayed here. Okay. While other other primal elves kind of went off into other other planes of existence, these core um, this core group of elves stayed here, and they became the Eladrin. And so, the, the general idea is that they've spent so long within the Feywild that it, they have become to become almost entirely fake creatures um, with a weaker and weaker tie to Coralona, and Arvandor, and all that other stuff. So when did the name change happen?
0: Because they're probably all elves at first, and then they're just like, we are no more elves, we are Ladrin now.
1: Um, I mean, they still are elves. It's yeah, just but they, they,
0: they identify as a Ladrin, I would assume, since they, right. that's what they're called.
1: Um, it's, it's hard to say. Basically, once they were here long enough for the Feywild magic to start seeping into themselves. Also, they may have divorced themselves from their original Primal Elf name in like almost immediately. Okay, it, it, that's a whole complicated story of like Corlan Lorethian and like what happened to the elves and why were they expelled from Arvandor and Lolth and all this other stuff. Man, there's so much spillover from just like God intervene,
0: like gods intervening in their in their right. mortal realm, and also also Semimortal? like right, it's it's immortal. immortal elves are realm. immortal. Eladrin are immortal. No, they're no not. the gods are immortal. The gods I mean, are like, immortal. I mean, like living a thousand years, that's like. Right. So a human well, that seems immortal.
1: When we revisit elves, which we will do, uh we're going to talk about why they live so long and like the f- the fact of the matter is like elves, why are me- elves so fucking awesome at everything they do? Well, that kind of gets explained because it's almost annoying. Elves weren't created by the gods. Like Corlon Larathian didn't create the elves. Uh Corlon L'Orethian was attacked by Grumsh and when his blood was spilt by Grumsh, his blood Birth the elves they're the children of a god that's cool and thus they are more powerful than your normal mortal
0: is that how the greek gods got made i don't know like titans like threw them they're like bile <laughs> or something like that
1: they're like some weird bodily fluid yeah sure i don't even know <laughs> yeah sounds about right the to sweat me. of
0: cronus Indeed. gave birth no that's that's probably not right at all
1: <laughs> no no i like that though okay so so let's get back into the legend so okay they are even though they're the closest to their original primal elf ancestors their relationship with Corlon and um, Arvander has actually grown more distant than anything because they've grown closer and closer to the fey now there is some conflicting lore here because in mortal kind of it talks about how the the fey magic changing the eladrin to be more like their original primal elf ancestors has actually brought them closer to their more mutable forms that they had before they became elves okay and like this has made it so that some some elagin have been able to come back to arvandor but like again at at the same time it's stating that like they've grown more distant and don't care about arvandor anymore so So what is arvandor exactly that's the that's remember when we talked in the abyss episode we talked about how there's all these planes a lot with that match all these different alignments yeah arvandor uh, matches Chaotic, chaotic good. good. Okay, yeah, It's like the Chaotic Good realm, and so it's where Coraline's from.
0: Is it like Valhalla-ish? It's kind of ringing a bell. It will get, get its own that. episode. Okay, cool.
1: <laughs> I don't know too much about it right now, but it, it's like this... Chaotic. Is it where Frodo goes at the it's, end of Okay, the... you know how, like, here's here's my interpretation as of right now. You know how uh, the Abyss is like this chaotic, ever-changing hellscape? Yeah. Imagine a chaotic, ever-changing heavenscape that's, like, beautiful and pristine and magical and wonderful all the time. It's but just it never a nice place, but same. I'm constantly lost because yeah, the landscape exactly. is changing. It's very reminiscent to the Fae, and it's why a lot of the Prime Elves came to the Fae Wild, because okay. it was the closest thing to Arvander. It's like, I can't get out of here, but there's always food and water around. Pretty much. So, <laughs> so, okay. So, essentially, Eladrin are super magical fey elves whose appearance actually changes with their moods. Um, they've, oh, shit. They've become so infused with the natural magics of the fey that, like, they, they have these different forms. They have four forms, and they're based off the four different seasons. That's like Frieza. Does Frieza have... What? Well, now he's got five forms. Well, okay. Yes, yes, yes. It is like Frieza having multiple forms. But Frieza's forms are not based off the seasons true
0: okay well that depends <laughs> no no you're right no. they're not okay
1: <laughs> so um eladrin they look basically they look like elves but they have this really monochromatic aesthetic okay so like depending on their form they'll have, like, a certain, like, color. So, like, let's say a summer eladrin, they'll be Swim generally drinks. golden. No, oh, no swimming Okay. Drinks. Maybe swimming trunks. Why not? They're beach eladrin uh, But, now. like, their hair will be golden, and their skin will be uh, golden, and their eyes will be golden, and they just look like this monochromatic statue. Okay. I'm going to be honest, I'm not a big fan of the look. Not because it doesn't look good, because it does look cool, but it... We're now getting into territory where the player, the playable race is so inhuman as to be unrelatable to me. Because, number one, we we really lean into their fae personality, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And so, like, you got this whimsical fairy man or woman or Them. non-gender. Yeah. Um, and... Then they don't even look human. They look like statues. Like it just starts becoming so unrelatable. I wouldn't want to play it. You know, personally. the street performers in like Hollywood and yes, San Francisco? Yes, they look like that. They're like spray painted silver or gold. Yes. They wear the shades. They yep. don't move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. perfect. That's exactly what they look like.
0: They look like. They look like- but, but like. But gold <laughs> got, like, and. MC
1: Hammer pants on. No, no, they don't look like that part. But like they have that look to them. That, that okay. statuesque, monochromatic look. So the, the colors are like gold for summer, green for spring, this kind of red autumn orange for autumn and blue for winter
0: okay that's that what's that pokemon with a um with like the antlers the, that does the that the deer um yeah
1: oh my gosh it like does that exactly that. Yeah. It's just like in yeah. spring, it's got like exactly. flowers on its horns and stuff. Yeah. Except for these forms change with the demeanor and mood of the Eladrin. And this can be interpreted in a bunch of different ways.
0: So it's summertime, but they feel like a spring right now. So they look
1: like a spring. Um, is that each, each of these forms is, is uh, associated with a certain mood, which we'll, we'll get into at okay. the at the end of the episode. Like We're going to talk about season. the forms at the end of the episode. Okay. Okay. So this whole monochromatic seasonal thing is uh, really different for fourth edition. And fourth edition eladrin were kind of like the high elf of okay fourth edition as a matter of fact they initially got rid of the high elf it was like no you have wood elf and then you have eladrin oh shit um and eladrin are fey now they're not celestial anymore there was some backlash to this but i think overall people kind of liked it and they brought high elf in later for for the old school fans which fourth edition sense. went
0: hard man they're like nah it's like they it really did yeah. like
1: it was really bold <laughs> I mean, th- I think there was a lot of great stuff to come from it, but I completely understand the failure of 4E. Yeah,
0: the liberty that the player gets to take remains the same regardless, though.
1: Right. Now, there were seasonal variants of the Aladrin in the later end of, uh, of 4E, but they were introduced as, like, high-powered monsters that you would fight. They weren't, like, playable characters. Okay. Um, but yeah, the 4E look for Aladrin was more like this fey-touched elf. They had, like, more striking facial features than your normal elf, um, which added to, like, this otherworldly look. Their eyes were like these opalescent orbs of a singular color so it'd be like lavender or like blue or green or whatever just okay a, even more leaning into the otherworldly look um like no no iris yeah like no that. iris it's just just, like... just solid color yeah. yeah and it was really it would be really disconcerting but beautiful is kind of like what they're yeah. going for yeah um they held a really strong association with like the celestial bodies of like the sun moon and stars which now that i think about it is probably a leftover from their original celestial Kind of origins. Like that the pagan kind of thing? Well, no, it? I just mean like they remember in second edition they were celestial elves. Okay. So maybe their association with sun, moon, and stars in 4E was kind of a tip of the hat to like, yeah, well, they used to be in space, remember? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, with but, the what? With the, um, with the hippo men. With, with the gif, yeah. Yeah, the gif. <laughs> Um, they often had like magical runes and glyphs of like a moon a crescent moon or like a star or whatever oh, on shit. their face or or not they basically I, they just looked really fae touched but in an awesome way they all looked like a bunch of fey warlocks but they weren't or they the could be yeah they could <laughs> yeah, be they yeah, could be so. and Did they're you get more more face tattoos based off of how many felonies you commit no. Okay. <laughs> That's not the option. No. Their hair was uh was mostly like silver or gold, but it could also be other unnatural colors like blue, green, or pink. The idea was their their hair was unnaturally colored and always like a light or bright color. Okay. So very, 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 very whimsical.
0: Not like highlighter, right? Like more natural.
1: Like, it, honestly, it could be interpreted however you want. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people I played with, they would go full anime hair. Oh, nice. Know, which works. I like think that that's bright awesome. blue, like bright half blue, up, half down. That bright pink, yeah. you know, which you see people do that with gnomes a lot, too, which I like. I oh, like that's that cool. As well, yeah. Gnomes are like uh, the from the Trolls movie, like like the like the, the toy, the troll. Yeah, sure. OK. Sure. <laughs> OK, so being the closest being the closest in form. Uh, and ability to the primal elves and the fact that their society is the oldest and possibly the grandest because it's been around the longest, they have all the best, biggest stuff, I guess. Oh yeah, okay, they've had
0: longer to build everything up.
1: Indeed. Collect more gold, Um, etc. Exactly. But because of this, they tend to be very, very, very prideful about being a ladrin and very, very haughty about it. And uh, especially around other elves that's when they really start showing off because <laughs> oh, like, look a wood look elf. how awesome I am look at me change my forms look how awesome my architecture is why don't you oh go did I just cast the, a spell why don't you go back into the woods you yeah. know the normal woods <laughs> well they're, they're very <laughs> yeah they're very proud of their fey heritage and their ability to thrive in the fey wild is a big part of it because the fey wild as we've established is a incredibly dangerous place
0: yeah man to like maintain a society in that uh, place like that is, is yeah. pretty and hardcore not,
1: and not just maintain but build these like huge crystal cities like in in the middle Ooh. of these fey forests, like they, they thrive here. I'm getting some and Wizard of Oz, they Oz vibes here. from that. Yeah, and I think that there's a lot of feyness you could derive from the whole Wizard of Oz bit.
0: Is the Wizard of Oz kind of like fey? Stuff, I guess, kind of, huh? I mean,
1: I don't think it's it meant to be super fucked up in there. Yeah, I don't think it meant to be, but there's again, there's, uh, the it very, is, there's talking trees mm-hmm, that try to kill you. Trees that try to kill there's you. Uh, there's there's witches little people and magic. that would probably try to mm-hmm. kill you if the, you didn't kill something that was trying to kill them. Everyone's a little bit on the cartoonish and whimsical side. Yeah, like, the stuff, horses change colors. Yeah, the horses change colors. Yeah, I, I would say it, it. It's probably very fae, without meaning to. It was leaning into fairy tales, which also. Fairy derive a lot of tales. stuff from, from Celtic fae, fae and all that stuff. Tales? Okay, let's okay. take short rest. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Selling a little? Or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling Shopify has got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash DungeonCast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash DungeonCast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash DungeonCast. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise.
1: What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time.
0: Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey everybody, welcome to the part of the episode where we're not talking about the thing we were talking about. We're going to talk about this hot Discord. Mm-hmm. that um thanks a lot Jack Ford for setting that up for us man that was that was really nice of you and uh man it's been it's been pretty fun interacting with you guys on there
1: yeah yeah um, it's been it's been a lot of fun so yeah we we have a discord now and you're all invited we're going to go ahead and put the link to our Discord in the description of this this video and probably all future videos. Yeah, Um but it's a, audio. It's a place for people who like the show to get together and talk about D&D, and there's all kinds of cool conversations going on there right now. There's people looking for games, people talking about world building and character creation. There's a meme sharing page. I like that page. It's been really cool to see... That like there is a dungeon cast community. Like I know there is because obviously people <laughs> watch the show, but it's like it's another thing to be like, oh wow, people actually showed up and everyone's talking and having a good time. It's a lot of fun. Are and these humans? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just it's a lot of fun. We held our first Q and A today. Yeah, we did uh, for for Patreon only people, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it really was, great was, questions. Yeah, so once a indeed. month we're going
0: to be holding a Q and A for anybody who's on Patreon. You get a special uh, password to get into that page of the Discord. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we did, like, 30 minutes of questions, and um, I think my favorite question had to do with uh, what our, our favorite breakfast burritos slash sandwiches that was
1: That was a good question.
0: I don't know if it's velocity or velocity, but I like it's it veloxity, either way. Yeah. 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 Thanks for asking. Good question. Yeah.
1: But, uh, but yeah, you're all invited, and I, I suggest you guys come and check it out. It's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, so f- for everybody that came into Patreon, it's time to shout you out. <laughs> it's now. It's happening. So thanks again, Jack Ford. I don't pop molly's, but we rock Jack Ford. What? Remember when I told you you'd be confused oh, when God. I said something? Okay. It was that. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> and shout out to anybody who got that reference. Um, Jack, if you have questions about that, let me know in the Discord. Um, and also to Jack uh, Brenmer, or Bremner. Oh, it's Bremner. Sorry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jack Bremner. Uh, thank, thank you. you. Thank uh, you both, Jacks. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Jacks. Um, Thantos. That's uh, suspiciously close to Thanos.
1: Thank you, Thantos.
0: Thank you, Thantos. Uh, Mariko Fujimoto. Thank you, Mariko. Daniel Heyman. Thank you, Daniel. And Ambrosia T. Barella, the fourth. Thank you, Ambrosia T. Barella, blah, 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 the, fourth. the fourth. You, you were Thank off. you. You almost had I it. I almost had it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Um, if you guys want to find our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash the dungeon cast. Um, we got
1: bonus content.
0: Bonus content. We, we got, got bonus episodes. content. We got bonus content. There's mm. actually the $10 tier is getting a huge buff. Um, it's been a little lacking on the lacking mm. side, but it's getting a new game. Ranger Danger is finally going to be out and released this week. Um, yep, yep, yep. yep. Or I guess the week previous to this episode dropping, it should be out before you hear this. Um, mm-hmm. Then I'm going I'm going to be doing a superhero game. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be mainly two players most of the time and me. Uh, dungeon mastering. We're going to be setting it in Waterdeep. It's going to go into the ten dollars <laughs> tier. It's going to be just a rough edit of what our game is every two blah, every two weeks or so, and yeah. um, we're going to have guest stars as often as we can. Yeah. Um,
1: now it won't be as polished as some of the other uh, bonus content because I believe the impetus for this is. Brian's just putting together a game and why not record it yeah basically
0: (laughs) and I was like hey like I want to just do something special for the $10 people yeah and
1: I agree I think it's a it's a great idea
0: I was gonna do it anyway so (laughs) I have recording equipment I'd (laughs) be doing myself a disservice if I didn't uh, right get
1: it recorded that makes sense
0: um yeah if you want to tell somebody about the show though that would be sick as hell because we thrive off of that we live breathe and eat telling people about the show so they listen to it and hopefully they like it indeed um are we still running a contest
1: We are. God, there's so much to announce Sorry for the long, short rest. (laughs) Yes, we're still running a contest as of this episode. I believe next episode will be the last episode. That sounds right. Where we announce. That is right. Anyways, we're giving away two awesome fancy dice sets. One is an Elven dice set. The other is a Dwarven dice set. If you want to win one of these sets, all you got to do is tweet a link to the show with the hashtag DungeonCast and the hashtag of the dice that you want. Uh, Hashtag Elven or hashtag Dwarven. They're both real nice sets.
0: Yeah. If you forget to hashtag it, we're going to randomize it. Indeed. So Indeed. you'll still be answered if you yeah. tweet out a link to the show.
1: I guess I should clarify. Uh, when I say tweet a link to the show, I mean tweet a link to an episode or homepage of our show. A lot of people have been tweeting the tweet where I talk about the contest and that's not how you enter the oh contest. yeah no you gotta share the show it's yeah
0: not- the whole point is for you to share a link so the people that see it click it yeah. and maybe listen to something right
1: but yes yeah, <laughs> we are we have a contest going and we'll, we're gonna announce the winner on August 1st yeah on Twitter.
0: on Twitter um which is uh the dungeon cast at or no at the dungeon cast indeed i forgot how twitter works for a second <laughs> uh if you want to send us an email uh the dungeoncast at gmail.com is where you can do that you can send us some feedback or questions or anything like that or you can jump at the discord and ask us questions and we'll probably answer a lot faster because that's like a live thing
1: yeah that's actually a really good point yeah um find our
0: discord uh there's a link below uh we're on youtube um yeah hell yeah hell yeah we are mm-hmm. that's everything let's get back to this show let's do it Took a long rest instead of a short rest so I didn't <laughs> I feel, really mean to I feel the same way <laughs> But
1: let's get back into
0: it Yes so, so What were we even talking about? Aladrin? We were talking about Elidrin, Aladrin, Aladrin Aladdin. Al- Elidrin, Aladdin I really love um, <coughs> What? Um, what's his face? Oh man, I forgot the name What? Uh, The genie Oh, genie? Well, who's the voice actor? Robin Williams <laughs> I love Robin Williams' performance <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh man, you and the rest of the world, Brian,
1: Clamber through that one. All right, let's let's get back to Eladrin. <laughs> let's do okay, it. Okay. So the chaotic nature of the Fey is really infused um, into the Eladrin, not just magically, but like into their mindset, making them notably more fickle, dramatic, emotional, and capricious okay. compared to other elves. Um, if Elazarin spend enough time outside of the Fae, these traits will still exist, but they will actually mute to a certain degree. That makes sense. They're not being influenced by their environment as much anymore. Right, right. Um, they're still generally good and kind people, by the way, but it's just they're, they're a bit dramatic and a bit <laughs> emotional and very fickle. They're, they're, they're avocados. Very mercurial. They're extra. What? <laughs> okay, uh, moving on. Jero speaking, the Elagrin actually revel in their feyness, and unlike all the other elves, they don't long to go back to Arvandor and Corallon. They they rather meld with the Feywild, and they even believe that particularly powerful uh, Elagrin can, can reincarnate. Well, they do reincarnate, but uh, if they're particularly powerful, they can reincarnate into powerful Archfey. Oh, man, and so they're uh,
0: confirmed reincarnation?
1: Oh, elves constantly reincarnate. What? Yeah, the, it's oh, ha- well, we mentioned this before. Yeah, huh? we're going to talk about that in depth in the Elves 2 episode. Oh, okay, um, cool. But yeah, Elves reincarnate constantly. Wow. Which, I, what I like about this is it kind of explains why people like Asmodeus aren't bothering with the fucking Elves. Because Corallon has them on lock. Yeah. So it's like, he's not worried about them. Just don't, don't worry about they're it. Too they're too chaotic anyways. Yeah. But but anyways, uh, can't get
0: rid of them. They're like flies. Really, really pretty flies. Right.
1: <laughs> but uh, so the Eladrin believe that they not only do they believe this, but uh, it's a lot of their goals to become an archfey and join like the Seelie or the Unseelie court and whatnot. Oh, wow. Um, cool. And, you know, due to the fact that how long they live and the fact the fact that they believe this means it's probably true because I'm sure they've lived long enough to either seen it happen or not happen. You know what I mean? And the fact that they believe it, I would imagine a legend can be a yeah, powerful Like Archive. they're just
0: like hanging out with grandpa again. Like okay, reincarnation and stuff. They're reincarnated, but, but not they, like that. Like but loosely. they don't
1: know, yeah. They don't know um who they were. Yeah, they go
0: they go back into the soup and they get a mind wipe and that piece of soul goes Basically. back into a body. There's
1: this thing called the remembrance that we'll talk about in the Elves 2 episode. They're like, It's Aang. a little they're confusing, just, but they're so much
0: like Aang. That just reminds me that can they like genetically tap the, into their like memories.
1: Basically, when elves get to a certain age, they kind of start to do that automatically. Oh, man. But it, it kind of also ruins their lives. Oh when this shit! Starts to happen.
0: Well, like Assassin's Creed, more like Assassin's Creed, less like The d- Avatar. Does his life get ruined because he remembers things? Yeah, because then he gets Im- embedded into this like society of Templars and assassins, and like now he's being hunted and shit. Okay, maybe
1: there's a similarity. We'll talk about that in the (laughs) next two episodes. Okay. But besides this weird thing called the Remembrance, Elijah Life is one of decadence and grandeur. Their architecture and cities represent the pinnacle of all of mankind. Soaring towers and possibly arcing bridges. Um, Their homes are like magically gilded with gold because you can't gild with anything that's not gold because it's not gilding okay uh, <laughs> uh their 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 cities are crafted with like crystal and stone and exotic woods and it's all integrated with this really with these really natural looking formations like waterfalls coming out of like the tops of towers and wow tree groves like basically growing into and out of the houses and gardens that oh, that's like, rad as hell gardens that like seamlessly meld with their constructs like it's just really goddamn beautiful
0: that sounds yeah. That sounds great.
1: This is where I'd vacation to. If I, <laughs> if I had a choice in the world of D&D. You would just need like I'd one friend
0: here. to kind of show you around and keep you from getting beat up or whatever.
1: Well, yeah. Well, if you're in the city, you're probably safe. Mm. You leave the city, that's when she gets hairy. You're not
0: safe from like the the mentality of these assholes. <laughs> they sound like
1: assholes. No, no. They're they're generally, again, very kind and good people. They play good music. They They like beautiful things and, you know, they eat good food. You know, like, they they view combat and swordplay as, like, an art form. Like It's like old Paris. It's like like
0: France in its heyday. Mm. When they first started building everything and, like, baking all that good shit.
1: Mm. Okay. <laughs> We're going to keep going now. <laughs> uh, Elijah, and, like I said, they love beauty and they love surrounding themselves with it. This makes them the most materialistic of most elves. I think we've talked about how like, elves... Are generally very unmaterialistic. The material is so fleeting, like to them, it's it's nothing, yeah. you know. But for for Eladrin, because of their fineness, they they love beauty and they love collecting beauty. They even go so far as to see beautiful people as things to maybe not collect. Maybe an evil Lajarn would collect, like an evil Fey person would collect beautiful people, but. Um, but normal Eladrin that aren't insane just want <laughs> to invite those beautiful people into their home and entertain them for some time.
0: Okay. Yeah, so. So what's the, like, is there a, you know how, like, regular elves are, I guess, what is a regular elf at this point now that we're having this conversation? Wood elf or high elf? Yeah, sure. So you know how their, like, counterpart is drow? Is there, like, a, is it, like, since you brought up, like, mm-hmm. evil Eladrin, is there, like, a counterpart to Eladrin that are? There's not, like, a the hard
1: drow? counterpart like there would be with the drow, but, like, Eladrin are fey and they are chaotic in nature. So there, are, I'm sure there are plenty of Eladrin that kind of fall on the unseelie side like of things. Like the corrupted yeah. versions
0: of them? Like the E is backwards on Eladrin?
1: <laughs> yeah, bizarro Eladrin. <laughs> yeah, I like it. That's cool. Um, but yeah, no, I'm sure there there are wicked Eladrin that okay. are like, again, fall into but the unseelie side like that's like that's
0: not like what I was... So there's not really like a drow or equivalent? Okay. No. It's just like there are evil people.
1: Right. Yeah. We have some interesting new things to talk about when it comes to the drow. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about in the next Elves episode. Okay. Elves the sequel. Elves the sequel. Okay. Elves 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> um, okay. So, let's talk about the seasonal forms of Aladdin. Um Okay. So, again, there's one for each season. They all kind of correlate to a different mood and... You can change. The, okay, the players. Uh, Morton Kind of says that like at the end of a long rest, an eladrin can change them at will. Oh, nice. So that's rules as writ- written. Um, I would not allow that to quite the extent that the rules as written do, because like it's supposed to be tied to your general temperament and mood. So like, okay, if you get angry, you're not going to suddenly become a summer eladrin because that's not your general temperament. Okay, but if something happens to greatly anger you for like an extended period of time. I think you now have the option to switch from whatever you are to summer. You don't have sure. to, but I would allow it. But like, I'm I'm not just going to let you bounce around, probably. Although there could be an argument made for that. Like, they're so mutable, they can just do that. And like, when they do this, it changes their temperament. And I I, I kind of like that too, but that's not how I would run it. It's kind of, it can
0: get kind of hairy because like, how similar do you really look? You could probably fool a lot of people with like, uh, like this is basically the equivalent of a disguise in a lot of scenarios
1: yeah you're not you're not too off from that let's let's actually get into it so autumn eladrum this is the form taken by Ladron who overcome with feelings of goodwill and kindness um, autumn eladron tend to abhor conflict and suffering and they usually seek to resolve um, either of these things as soon as possible and when they become autumn eladron their hair and skin color becomes the color of autumn leaves that's cool and again this this form is all about peace and goodwill Um and a lot of the images that they show in modern kind of their clothing and apparel matches them. Yeah. Okay. So much so that they look like they're so monochromatic they look like a freaking crayon.
0: They're just oozing magic. Yeah, but it's like, like, like aesthetic magic.
1: I don't know if I would allow your clothes to change. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how much sense that actually makes. Maybe well, kind
0: of you, if you like the disguise self spell, right? Like, yeah,
1: but that's not what this is. This is like your body changes. You yeah, know what but I mean? You
0: can equate it to like a magic like. It's touching your skin. Like, maybe, maybe, like, if you were holding like uh, an evergreen leaf, it would turn like the color of autumn. maybe.
1: Yeah, I could, I could see that for me. I would, the way I would, the way I like this would be um, your hair, your skin color, all that changes. And then maybe, like, your hair, like, literally leaves of a particular color grow out of your hair. Right. And like, maybe you have like magical ley lines in the form of like um, autumn. Autumn branches and vines. And but whatnot. how fucking
0: cool would it be for like the hilt of your sword to like change its like dynamic? Based I mean, it's off of cool. It just
1: in. doesn't make sense to me.
0: Also, you're losing a lot of this because like you're sitting there role playing, and then when it happens, you got to be like, you got to re-describe yourself, right? And That's like true. that can get really annoying. Um, it,
1: it's really it's up to however you want to run it.
0: That's just not how I would. You run can it. get seasonal uh, character art done for your character. It'd be kind of expensive, but you could do it. <laughs> yeah, just you just like I look like this right now.
1: Four commissions. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Spring Eladrin. This form is taken by those whose hearts are filled with joy, whimsy, and lightheartedness. They spend their time cavorting, singing and dancing, playing pranks, and causing mis- mischief. At this point, their hair and skin color turn to the color of like fresh-grown plants. And uh, some, I, I think the image of the Eladrin in the book, he had like vines in his hair. I nice. thought it was pretty cool looking. Nice. Some are Eladrin. These are Eladrin who come with fury and aggression. Um, these Eladrin tend to become warriors and are quick to answer any slight. All about boldness and aggression. So not okay. violence necessarily, but like bold and assertiveness. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah,
0: the, the charisma side that you don't think of first. <laughs> right,
1: exactly. Um now these elogen have more of a golden orange look, a uh, reminiscent of the sun. Um and then finally winter allagend, these are elogin usually uh that enter this form because in response to like stress or loss or tragedy is a form of sorrow. These allagin tend to be melancholic and bitter. Huh. Um this this form's supposed to be associated with contemplation and mourning. Um yeah. And they turn blue. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> literally turn blue. Jack Frost style. Uh with frozen tears and whatnot. Yeah. Oh my Jack god. Frost style. Yeah. Yeah. So they're again they're very emotional. Avocado. People. Yeah. What? They're extra. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I I don't know if I like this avocado meme. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's um let's get into the actual stats of eladrin oh yeah
0: how like i'm kind of interested to know like how different it is from okay so like wood elf gets separate stat boosts from high elf right
1: yeah they're sub they're sub race stats or features that you get right and so eladrin is... is a sub of elf. okay that's what i was so ask. uh it's been a while since we talked about elves so i wanted to go over what elves actually get because elves get a lot
0: meditation sleep for four hours yeah you're gonna get whatever. the trance, trance. You're, gonna,
1: you're gonna get a plus two to dexterity uh dark vision you have uh keen senses which is an automatic proficiency in perception um your fey ancestry gives you advantage against being charmed and immunity to sleep spells um and yeah so th- that's the general stuff you get from being an elf But as an Eladrin, you're also going to get a plus one of charisma, which I think is fitting. Again, powerful personality, very um, associated with, like, charming and emotions and all that other stuff. So Mm -hmm. I think charisma is a good fit. And then the big one is you get a face step. Um, A what? You get the ability to teleport 30 Oh, it's misty step, but it's face step. Yeah, it's face step. Okay, cool. Gosh, uh, yeah. For me, face step is something I said so often in fourth edition. Like misty step is the weird sounding one. To oh me. yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: I love that everything in the fade just teleports. It's like a normal. It's just nor- fucking normal.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's just a thing like blink dogs and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I believe displacer beasts can also do that. Mm. Um, so okay, you get you get a 34... 34- 30-foot teleportation per short rest as an eladrin. And then based off the form you're in, this will have a secondary effect which kicks in at third level. Again, each each of the seasonal forms is going to affect your face step, and I have it printed out here. So uh, the autumn form, immediately after you use your face step, up to two creatures of your choice that you can see within 10 feet of you must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for one minute. Ooh. Or until you're... That's some bard shit. Mm-hmm. Or until you or your companions deal any damage to them. So that's actually it's pretty potent. Yeah. Especially third double, level. Some double charm person right Very there. Very nice. Uh, for the winter form, when you use your face step, one creature of your choice that you can see within five feet of you before your teleport must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be frightened of you until the end of your next turn. Okay, cool. So you just scare them with, like, I don't know, some icy look of terror. Jack, and then teleport. Jack Frost with. style. Indeed. For your spring form... When you use your face step, you can touch one willing creature within five feet of you. That creature then teleports instead of you, appearing in an unoccupied space of your choice that you can see within 30 feet of you.
0: Oh, damn. That's pit pretty, trap? Mm. Within 30 feet of me? Oh,
1: yeah. Goodbye. Be really cool.
0: Fall into this pit trap.
1: Yeah. I think it has to be a willing creature, so... Maybe they want to go to the pitch. <laughs> no, you get your you, basically you get your buddy out of a tight situation. That's pretty good, though. Yeah, it's very uh, it's very useful. Boof, boof. And then finally, that's what teleporting sounds like right. in my campaign. <laughs> and then finally, the summer form immediately after you use your face step, each creature within of your choice that you could see within five feet of explodes, use, takes fire damage equal to your charisma modifier, spontaneously combusts. Indeed, they do. <laughs> I like nice. that very violent, very very bold and aggressive. Yeah, for sure. So, so that's. Basically everything about Eladrin. Brian, did you have any questions? If you're an Eladrin barbarian, Mm -hmm. are you always a summer?
0: I probably. It's easier to dress like that. Yeah.
1: And why would you want to be anything
0: else anyways? You're not into charming people. So like if you rage, if you're not, if you were like a spring and you go into a
1: rage, you become a summer, I would imagine. I kind of like that flavor. That'd be cool. I could also see a winter one. Like you're like, you're bitterness and you're you're basically the tragedy you've suffered is like brought you to this oh, place of you're such just like you sad but you're mad just about like it this frosty anger oh both yeah. are good yeah. can you
0: imagine just teleporting everybody spontaneous combust and then you rage and you just start like cutting people down with an axe or something that'd like be that. really
1: fun that sounds really dope that sounds great mm-hmm. all right well with that i think we're done and we can call it a game let's and call it a game we're gonna talk to you guys later
0: bye oh, shit. <laughs>